in the final segment of this weekend's week two preview for the Irish NFL show, we are going to look at, uh, I think it's America's game of the week. I'm not sure anymore because the Sky have got the Niners on against the Seahawks. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But we're going to look at the Cardinals against the Las Vegas Raiders. And we're also going to look at Sunday night football ahead of the Big Bang holiday for us lads up here on the Monday. Late night, we get to watch Justin Fields going to Lambeau Field. Excited to see it. Uh, if you are listening in on the podcast, folks, thank you very much for doing so. Um, and if you have, folks, if you're watching this live on YouTube... Uh, at the minute please do put some questions and we will answer them immediately after our picks which i'm sure will take a long time for sunday night football okay let's go to the first game here uh and i'm going to change the graphic now just if you're watching on screen the cardinals going up against the raiders uh both teams oh and one column <sighs> did your opinion of the raiders change last week when you seen them against justin herbert no, because I had I had the Raiders probably as the the fourth best team um, in the division. Uh, I think there are issues around that line, and I've talked about it before. I think it, it, when Carr is under pressure, he's not quite the same quarterback. That's not to say he's a bad quarterback. Um, I just don't think he's. Um, an elite quarterback, but he is very good. And what we saw was Devante Adams um, didn't miss a, a beat when he came in. He just uh, looked like the, the same guy. And the biggest thing for me about this game is the fact that his grandparents are coming to watch him play live for the first time in his professional career. And I don't know if uh, people uh, saw the press conference but boy, is he excited about that one. Um, and I would imagine he is going to want to put on a show for them. Um, going up against a, a Cardinal side who, uh, look, Michael, you and I know what Vance Joseph is is like, and I've always kind of had questions about him, um, even as uh, DC, uh, when they took Simmons in the draft, I wondered whether Vance would know what, what to do with him. Last week was absolutely crazy. Um in terms of the way in which they approached uh, going after Mahomes, blitzing him. And um, I, I wonder what, what they will do um, this week. There's a couple of individual players who are good on, on the cards, but o- overall, I, I think there are numerous holes in, in that roster. Um, and I, I, outside of the O-line, I, I think there's an awful lot to like about this uh, Raiders team. I think they get the, the train back on the tracks this week, and it's the Raiders for me. I feel like the Raiders are going to be in a similar situation to where the Broncos are. I know the defeat is obviously a different manner, but they did like they had the ball at the end with three, three thirty-eight to go to go and win the game. Despite what I thought was a inept performance for large parts of the game, they still were in a position to go and beat that Chargers team. And if you look at the stats, people go, "Oh, Car 27, 295, two touchdowns." You think he had a great game? Devontae Adams one forty-one a touchdown. The stats are there. And Max Crosby had his best career game, 10, 10 tackles and thing, and he got to the, he rushed the quarterback so many times. All the things were very positive, but yet they found a way to just knock it out of line. I would put it down. Derek Carr was under pressure for a large part of the game. The offensive line struggled, and we we did discuss it rightly so during the AFC West preview that if that wasn't corrected, you know he we would struggle. His decision making at times was poor. He three interceptions, and he held on to the ball for too long, which we discussed earlier in the week. But you're right, the cards are... I'm not going to say the cards are one of the most precarious teams in it, worrying about how their season's going to go, but 
you got Renfro, you got Waller. Players that really, really didn't get into the game last weekend. You got Jacob. Like, there was players last weekend that just didn't find their feet, and I just expect a rebound off them this week. And then I look at the cards, and where are they going? Like, what is going to happen? Their offense was sporadic for large parts of the game. Devontae Adams family are coming to, to the game. It's amazing the Adams when, family. <laughs> it's, sorry, amazing, Adam. it's amazing how when you're in Vegas, people change their mind about wanting to travel and watch, watch, your, watch your game. I'd certainly travel to Vegas to watch a game. Maybe it'll be the Super Bowl after next, and we'll be doing a show over there in the Bellagio or something. Anyway, it might be Adams That's family. That is not happening. Can I just publicly say it live on this broadcast right now? We are not doing a broadcast with you from the Bellagio. Like the bloody hangover. Be watching that. I, I, yeah, I'd fear for you on that weekend, Michael. Can I just jump in here? Because we, we would, like, can I just say we would need to win tonight's Euro Millions of 160 million in no, order to have no. enough bail money for Brian. For Brian no, bail, okay, yeah, bail money, yeah, but spending money, we'll be all right. Yeah, I um, be. I, I've, I've got a strategy which me and which me and Brian will talk about on the the betting show next week can i just jump in here because uh, i know you're gonna pick the, did you say you're gonna pick the raiders no i, no, I just no, took no, your pick off yeah sorry i thought i thought it was a given given how uh, disappointed i'd be with the cards and you know no i expect a big rebound i'm saying what to call them i think they get get their act together this week i agree with it because i think that this is a huge game for the raiders in the sense of uh the chiefs are two and no charges one and one broncos should on paper beat the texans let's we'll, we'll see what happens there the Raiders have to win this game. There is no try. They do not want to fall behind in the AFC West. Uh, that being said, I am taking the Raiders. Your ma- Hoagie Bear is taking the Cardinals. I'm, I'm going to give him a shout out to this and ask him what's going on. I, well, on, I think Cliff Kingsbury could be out by Halloween here, lads. Seriously, like, this is. He's fallen into the Mark Cockrell trap now, you know. I'll, I'll pick my team as opposed to picking reality. Talking about reality, let's, let's look at the last game of the night. The Chicago Bears. 1 and 0. Oh go to Lambeau Field on Sunday night football against an 0-1 Green Bay Packers team with no standout offensive weapon. Colin, uh, this is an interesting game because someone's going to have to score a decent touchdown for the Packers uh, in Lambeau Field this season. Who's it going to be? There's a, there's a lot of guys to choose from. Do you think this will be a tight game? Do you think the Packers could pull away? Or do you think the Bears could win this game on Sunday night and shock the NFL, if the Packers went 2 or 0 oh 2, it would be nuts. Yeah, well, it, it would be. And it's the it's the NFL. So it, it could happen. And shocks do happen. It would be a shock. I mean, look, I am I'm pleased for the best. I'm pleased for Justin Fields because um I, I really think at, at times that, that franchise hasn't done a whole lot to, to help him. And I thought in the second half last uh, week he showed um really good uh, leadership and um I, I was pleased for the bears look the the packers we saw it last year but they did have adams and that made things a, a lot easier but they they will be getting some guys back um tom silverstein had a piece this week though or um today i think i, I was reading it around dave bactiari and um they, nobody seems to know when he might be back and that's a, a real real issue uh for for them obviously but to 
to me, look, um, Rogers kind of, we've seen it before. He's a gifted quarterback. Like he can make magic happen, but he threw the toys out of the pram last week when Watson didn't catch the ball. He does that um, occasionally uh, where he, and he wants to make a point to Mac, Matt LaFleur um, or to whoever his head coach happens to, to be at the time. But um the fact that you know Watson was streaking down the the field and was wide open and dropped it is a good sign in that he can get open. I I think being at home and the pressure in order to get back to winning will mean that um, Rogers and the Packers are more efficient. Um, I I don't think it's you know he's going to be um, quite as exuberant in terms of owning the the Bears as he likes to to say, but I do have the the Packers winning this at Lambeau. Brian, um, my imperial overlord and my employer, Mister Oliver Connolly, told me yesterday that he watched the All Twenty Two for that Packers Vikings game last week and seen that Christian Watson was way ahead of uh, everybody else in the offense and defense on numerous occasions i'm not sure if you've seen that and do you think he could be a threat on sunday well if you looked at certain parts of the game he essentially rogers kind of i wouldn't say lost trust for him but he decided that he wasn't going to give him the ball he, after that drop he didn't receive the ball again until, i think until he wasn't looked at in terms of delivering the ball until the tour, middle of the third quarter so essentially he was taken out of the game and i don't know if that's purposely by the coordinator on the floor or whether it's just a purposely thing done by Rogers, but he wasn't in the game thereafter it's amazing how it's a, a play one play you can you know alleviate so much pain because if he if, if he catches that very quickly after being seven nil down he probably walks in touchdown the game of seven all very early and for his career like we saw jamar chase last year where in the off season he says i'm struggling to find catch the ball because it wasn't used to the same ball as which he was catching in college with the white stripes and then when it came to the start of the season he was lights out he, I mean, the narrative and the, the, the storyline could have been so different last week. I think it will be different this week. I kind of touched on it twice this week when we did it. We did our betting segment. We, we previewed this game. We made our picks from a betting perspective. We also spoke about it last night in terms of what game we were keen to see in terms of how teams react to last weekend's defeat. It's the hallmarks of last season. Week one away against New Orleans. In fact, the game was playing in Jacksonville because of the, the weather situation um, in uh, in New Orleans, was it? Um, yeah, sorry, they, weren't, they couldn't play the game in the Dome. And they won, they blew them out. And you could say they were blown out last weekend. Week two last year, Monday Night Football, played the Lions, put up 40 odd points. I don't think they're going to put up 40 odd points, but I do see a very comfortable win. I mean, Justin Fields in the first half last week couldn't do anything. I think he only eight completions throughout the course of the game. Yeah, Colin was right. Yeah, yeah, he, like, it's his franchise, essentially. I mean, he's the quarterback for the future there. You know, it's up to him to kind of, you know, rally around this team and, and prove to the team that he's the right quarterback. And, Prove to the new GM and new head coach because they don't owe him anything. They could turn around next year and say we're moving in another direction very quickly. But um, in this game, it's it's too hard. It's too big of a push for me. I think we'll see the the Packers react <clears throat> well. I think they'll be spread out offense. I think you'll see Tanyan, you'll see Watson, I'll see Sammy Watkins. I think there'll be players getting in on the action. And I think the run game this week will be critical. I think Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon will have a field day against this Bears defense, and I think it'll be an absolute. I'm not going to say Karen, I think it'd be a blowout win for the Packers. It's just a reminder everyone watching live, we're going to take some, going to take some questions in about, honestly, about 30 seconds. This will not take me long, don't worry. Uh, I think Brian took the words out of my mouth to go on Mark Cockerell's song, lyrics, uh, took the words out of my mouth. 
Yeah, look, I, I think on the NFC North preview I had said about the Bears, I, I have them picking first next season and, and, I, and I stand by that. I think they're the worst team in the NFL by a country mile and I think the weather played a massive part from last week. I was delighted for their fan base that they won last week. This is going to be a blowout um, on Sunday. Like, I, I understand why this is Sunday Night Football because of the historic nature of this game. I get it. But it's just it's irony for all the lads up here. We're off on Monday, right? And this is Sunday Night Football. I mean, yeah, this game, lads, could be over mid-first mid, mid first quarter, Brian. It could be well, over five minutes in. Well, the reason it is on week is on Sunday Night Football. You, you've nailed it. It's the historic situation and the rivalry between both teams. But the reality is the NFL are not stupid. We've talked about how great, how great they've been in terms of putting on really strong games at the start of the season. This is on now. Because there's no way they'd have it on in week eight <laughs> or week nine, with all due respect. Well, I hope. I hope. Look, I would love to see the Bears take the Packers on a tight game, but for me, um, I think this will be a blowout, and I think minus ten is generous, personally. Christian Watson, Michael's bet of the week on this show for anytime touchdown. Okay, so we're going to put some questions in here and I will go from the start and see if we have any comments. Uh, thanks very much, folks, to everyone that's watched the broadcast this week or listened to the podcast. Well, it's, it's just been uh, honestly humbling to see how many people have listened and watched and it means an awful, awful lot to us. Believe me, I do not take this position lightly in any way, shape or form. Thank you so much. Um, a few comments here to start off with, so let's have a look. Divine Comedy. Russ was only com- completing underneath. Pete outsmarted him game plan wise. And his first question, to be fair, I got the, that one wrong. Uh, how about that Monday night game, huh, boys? Pete Carl having the last laugh. Uh, he did indeed. He really, really did. Uh, Niner Nation from Owen. The Niners and the Broncos need a win this week. I think we'd all agree with that, wouldn't we? That's uh, that's one. Herbert has a fractured. Uh, 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 no, that's, I've been flat out all day. Is that being confirmed from the Chargers? Herbert has a, fra- a fractured rib, yeah. Well, I, I, the last I read on it was that he was going for x-rays and they're awaiting results back. If he's a fractured rib, will he play next week? And imagine he'll find a way to he's, get himself he, out there. He's day-to-day, so it, it, potentially, but it, it all depends on, I suppose, pain, pain management. It, it, uh, fractured ribs can be a, a serious, serious issue. Yeah. When we saw him, he's a tough guy. Saw it, though, last night, like how it even varied play-to-play. Um, there was on that third and one uh, where he had to throw it away because he was in so much pain. And yet on the fourth and one he throws an absolute dime um so uh, from what i saw they said he's day to day sorry on that fourth and one he, he sorry Michael, on that fourth and one he had so much space ahead of him if he was fully free he could have ran for 20 25 yards on that play and at different daves on twitter said herbert as well rib cartilage fracture but he also said do you lads like waterford whiskey mark rayner doing amazing things down there um I've never had it, but I will say one thing to the lads in the South, especially. We've got great gin up here called Jawbox, which I know these lads have not had. I'll buy you all a bottle if you transfer me the money, and we'll sort out at some point. Um, for a minute there, I'll take your being kind. Very, very kind. Uh, but, yeah, I've never had it. I'm a big Jamison man. And I don't mind the odd bush. Right, next comment. Uh, so, let's see. You right, Brian? To, to go back to it, the 6 o'clock game on Sky this Sunday is Saints Box. That's from 1909. Sean C. I'm not sure if that's Mark's burner account. Sean Cockerell, or, but we'll see. Thanks very much, Sean, for your comments. And yeah, that is 6 o'clock game. And then 925 on Sky is the 49ers against the Seattle Seahawks. The rest of the Yokes are on NFL Game Pass. Neil Logan. 
can hack it, hack it. Um, ask me on Monday morning, mate. Colin, what do you think? Huge pressure on him. Um, you know, ju- just uh, look first game, but in terms of I had, I heard more today. Brandon McManus has never made it for more than fifty five yards um, outside of a dome or outside a mile high. Uh, nobody has made it up more than 56 yards uh, at Lumen Field and for some reason they decided 64 he still hasn't given a good answer to why they decided that um, he walked it back a little bit our friend Troy Rank asked him the question the other day and he said oh of course we should have um, you know we, if we do it differently given uh, the, the opportunity because we missed the field goal but that didn't answer the question. Why did you decide to go for a 64-yard field goal? It's ridiculous. He hasn't answered that question. The OC tried to brush it off when he faced the media. Not a good week. Very early, plenty of time, expected to get better. But I would say that the, the Broncos coaching staff haven't covered themselves in glory this week. Well, two things. It's kind of similar to what Colm said. Like he made a decision. He could have said it after the game. We made we, we our analysis was if we got to the forty six hash, we were going for a field goal. But like that doesn't have to stay the stay the same. You you, you take it as on the benefits of the game. As Johnny Joyce was like, you take it on the merits of the game. And in that situation of four to five, the merits should have been that they should have went for it and got themselves into a better field goal range. And I didn't like the manner of his press conference the other day when he did roll back. He was very kind of relaxed about it and he was smirking to the media. I mean, it's your first game as head coach and you've lost the game in a bizarre manner and you weren't very good in terms of your play calling throughout the game. I thought you should have been a little bit more serious about the situation, but maybe that's that's his demeanour, maybe that's the way he goes about his, his business. I found it a little bit off-putting. Okie doke, we'll leave it there. So we've got one more question from Owen saying, who's the first head coach sacked? Uh, I am going to say it'll be either Mick McCarthy, apparently he's now called Mick, or Cliff Kingsbury. Si- Simon Clancy and my employer has... Uh, genuinely brainwash me into thinking Cliff Kingsbury is going to be sacked before week 10 of the season he's convinced it's going to happen so I believe him do you think there's a chance that can happen Colin Kingsbury in Arizona it was a tough start to the season he hits him so I just go with the flow I'm like okay so I don't know um, I think the GM is potentially under even more pressure than uh, Kingsbury but yeah I would agree I think between uh, Mike McCarthy and, and Kingsbury they're under they're both under enormous enormous pressure could there be a surprise? Of course, there was a surprise last year as well. But yeah, looking at it as we sit here today, those would be the two. Um, I suppose Matt Rule is the obvious contender, but I guess it'll depend on how the games go over the course of the next few weeks. I think the McCarthy one is a slam dunk because I think Jerry will use the, the uh, Dak Prescott situation to his benefit here. If they lose six or seven games, despite the fact they've no quarterback, he might find a way to ease them out. But uh, he, or he'll just wait till the end of the season. You're right, there could be a surprise. I'd, I'd probably say Matt Rule more so than anybody else because there's, there's no expectation for him. He's on a high and If you read any of the podcasts by Panthers, Panthers Grave and Cats Grave and a few other ones, and even if you read Stateside, a lot of fans are very disgruntled by the way in which he coaches games and uh, that can't last forever. Reading podcasts. I must try that next week. Now, folks, do not read our podcast. Please do listen to it. I'm joking. It's 11 o'clock at night. The, I'm the on the back of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> we have got a double cheeseburger, double header Monday night. We got the Titans and the Bills. We have got the Vikings and the Eagles on a double Monday night. No harm to the crack, and we'll debate this on Monday. It should be like this every week. We should have two games on a Monday night for the sheer crack of it. Uh, looking forward to it, lads. And I know it's going to be a 
interesting and a very very good good fun uh weekend for sunday for week two uh check out our fanzo pick'em league uh it's on twitter it'll be tweeted out a few times this weekend if you're heading into dublin on sunday head to the wool shed and uh yeah it's going to be a really really busy few weeks and really looking forward to it. big thanks for Cassidy travel for the continuous support of the show please do check out the email link for jamie in the bio of youtube and also the bio of the podcast and the podcast segments that go out in this broadcast and uh, we've got one final question there from jeff saying lads are ye broadcasting live for the denver game in london tbc jeff we'll see the crack maybe i'll be in wembley on the thursday singing songs who knows what's going to happen? It's all TBC. But for now, though, lads, it's uh, I guess that that's it, isn't it? There's there's nothing else to add here, is there? No. No. Looking forward to week uh, two. Hope uh, everyone enjoys it. And as I said, uh, Monday night doubleheader to uh, really round off the weekend. Folks, keep her lit. Have a great weekend and enjoy week two on Sunday. Good luck. <laughs>